just a heads up that the following podcast does contain all the spoilers. Hey kid, do you want to watch a movie where a lady falls in love with a plantman? Oh no, I think I've already seen that one. It's called Man-Thing. Hi, welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. We're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre movies, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. Wow, you didn't even need a script for that. <laughs> I kind of have it memorized by this point, but yes, it is written down in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, since November is my birthday month, and it's my pick, I decided that we're going to cover... The Return of Swamp Thing. You mean the best movie ever made? Okay, probably not, but... Yeah, some people uh, may disagree with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're here to get into it. And the reason I picked this is because Swamp Thing happens to be my favorite comic book character. Wow. Over Spider-Man, even? Well, you know, I have a definite love for Spider-Man, but... The thing is, though, is that oh, everyone the, loves Spider-Man. The thing is... <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've got a whole bunch of Swamp Thing comics. I really like them a lot. But my, my biggest period of time for loving Swamp Thing is the early days. Everybody loves all that Alan Moore stuff, which is fine. I think it's great. But I like the old, like, 70s swamp thing because when i was a little kid i think i saw a comic at the grocery store before i saw the original movie even and so i really liked it i love the artwork in it yeah the artwork is pretty fantastic oh my god don't even get me started on that because bernie wrightson what a guy may he rest in peace yes was or is currently like my biggest influence art wise, I'd have to say. And the combination of him and Len Wine as a writer, or Ween, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but I like wine. Hey, if you know, just email us. Yeah. Corrupted youthpod at gmail dot com. Correct us on how we pronounce things. Or even correct us on facts. Those <laughs> are our favorite. <laughs> we'll just ignore them. But yeah, um, not to get too deep into it, but I'm a I'm a really big Swamp Thing fan, and oh, let me see your tattoo. Oh come on, <laughs> I don't have one yet. <laughs> Planning on getting one? Yes, someday. Probably some Bernie Wrightson art. That would be pretty cool. If I don't just make my own, but if I were to get anybody else's art on me in regards to Swamp Thing, it would be his, and he's got some really cool stuff out there. Some excellent covers. Yeah. But we'll get a little more into that mm -hmm. in a little while. But first, how about we listen to this trailer? Oh, 
big green guy is back. They call me Swamp Thing. You're a plant, aren't you? He's come back to settle a score. Find him. And bring him in. He's got a grudge, cause they turned him to slug. I believe this is yours. What? The return of Swamp Thing. Starring Louis Jordan. What did you do? Sell your soul to the devil? Let's just say he has a lease uh, with an option to buy. Heather Locklear. She can get in my jeans anytime she wants to. Why can't men be more like plants? I mean, you can stroke a plant and it doesn't get the wrong idea. And Swamp Thing. But I can't give you the kind of love you want. Why not? I'm a plant. That's okay. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> The return of Swamp Thing. He's turning over a new leaf for love. Yep, that's a trailer, all right. Wow, that was so cool. It really sets up this movie. Yeah, okay, moving on. Let's read the synopsis for The Return of Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing returns to battle the evil Dr. Arcane, who has a new science lab full of creatures transformed by genetic mutation and chooses Heather Locklear as his new object of affection. This movie was directed by Jim Wynorski. He's best known for low-budget movies that feature bikini girls and guns and explosions. So, like, a lot of other directors. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of, he's like a, like a master at it. I mean, he's got, he definitely has his fans out there, that's for sure. But yeah, this movie stars Dick Duroc, Heather Locklear, and Louis Jordan. Or Jordan. Correct us, please. CorruptedYouthPod at gmail.com. Let's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, interestingly enough, stuntman Dick Durock was, up until recently, with the new TV show that came out and was canceled instantaneously. Yeah. He was the only person to play Swamp Thing in live action. That new guy is pretty good for it, though. Oh, Derek Mears? Yeah, that guy's a giant... Yeah, he is. And he puts on that. We still haven't watched that. No, we haven't because I was going to, I was going to subscribe to the DC thing just to watch that show. Yeah. And they ended up canceling it after like the first we episode. Should, we should still watch it though. We should. I should as a fan. You, yeah, especially you. But I, the thing is though, is I don't want to be left hanging though, because it's not going to just wrap up in a neat tight little bow. You know, I bet in like three years, they'll be like new season. Everyone's going to be like, what? You know, just so they can milk some money out of it. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, another thing about Dick Duroc, too, is that on The Incredible Hulk, do you remember the episode where he fights the old Incredible Hulk guy? Yeah. He was the old Incredible Hulk guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So he was like the only other gamma monster on that TV show. He was the only other big green guy. Oh, he's got a thing for playing green men. Yeah, the two roles. (laughs) (laughs) whatever he's famous for that is a good episode though that's i think might be one of my favorites from the incredible hulk series oh yeah before you could even like had a vcr or whatever to record stuff it would just be legend we'd be like remember the time the incredible hulk fought the old hulk guy 
my other favorite episode real quick is the one where he gets hit by a car and is paralyzed and he's like this is my life now i'm paralyzed and then he falls down some stairs <laughs> turns into the hulk and then his back is healed because of that and then he's like well yeah that was i i i do like that episode too but we're not here to talk a hulk this isn't hulk chat yeah podcast coming soon yeah probably not probably not <laughs> let's go through the rundown of this so the movie opens up with some agents who are apparently looking for moonshiners. It's night in the swamp. And the swamp, we learn at night, is rich with deposits of dry ice. Yes, so much. I get it. It's adding atmosphere, though. They're getting picked off, like, one by one. They start getting picked off, like, one dude's taking a leak. Mm -hmm. And he gets attacked by something and disappears. And we learn that it's a hideous leechman. And there's one thing about this leechman that I do enjoy, is that he's wearing clothes. Yeah, love a good monster in clothes. Also, he, he actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, like he he's like a he, fun monster. Like, I like how you can see, like, it inside of his mouth, too, and it's, like, all, like, moving and stuff. Yeah, and the eyes are placed up really high. Yeah, it's so like it an octopus, almost. So he doesn't really look like a, like a person. He looks like a monster. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm just mad we never got to see him, like, you know, suck on somebody. He kind of does. Kind of does, but I want to see, like, the guy, like, the, the leech thing around his head, and he's like, ah! <laughs> hey, Jim Wynorski's on a budget here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the rest of the guys, they just bail and they they split up. Like, there's three guys left, and the one nerdy guy in the glasses is like, oh, the truck's this way, you guys are going the wrong way. So they split up, and the two guys go their own direction while the nerdy guy goes on his. But the two guys who take off on their own little quest end up running into some people who are, like, in this Jeep, and the woman pulls out a gun, and shoot some, well, we learn it's tranquilizer darts later, but they don't really show it at the time. Yeah. You just assume that they're dead. And then the guy in the glasses goes off, and of course, he's going to run into the leechman. His glasses get knocked off. What a classic gag. Oh, I was so, I, ugh, I was so annoyed when that happened. It's like, of course. Ugh. This movie is full of stuff like that. It's a very much, it's kind of like a, it feels very like schlocky 50s influenced. Like, it's that kind of level of humor and everything in it. Yeah. Although, well, we will get to the best humor of the movie. Yeah, and we'll, we'll discuss whether or not this actually works in the movie's favor or not. But anyway, that guy gets attacked. Swamp, Swamp thing. thing. Saves dude. Helps him put his glasses back on. And, like, doesn't he give him the thumbs up? Yeah, and he just runs away. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and that's when we get the rad opening. Best use of Born on the Bayou by Credence Clearwater Revival ever. And I really like this, the intro, because it's showing like artwork and stuff from the comics. And yeah, that artwork really good. Oh yeah, and it even gets into some of the, like the later issues, like the 90s issues and stuff, mm -hmm. which is cool too, because that's more how this Swamp Thing looks in yeah. comparison. Like in the first movie, they were trying to make him look more like how he did back then. Yeah. And he wasn't really... Like Rudy, he was more smooth. Yeah, he was more smooth and... I don't know. I would assume mossy to the touch. Yeah. I was always confused at that whenever I look at like some of the older comics. Like, is he just kind of looked like a weird Hulk almost? Yeah. You know, Hulk doesn't have any like hair. He's just smooth. I, it is cool to see that. And this suit in the movie looks really good. Yeah. But I suppose we should address the fact that we are watching a sequel and not covering the, the first one. Yeah. Wes Craven's version of Swamp Thing. But this is a direct sequel to it. Mm -hmm. I think the first one's okay. I think this one's better. Definitely a better suit. Oh, yeah, the suit. Yeah, the suit looks really cool. Although sometimes like in the daylight, it looks too green. Like it looks too 
like, I don't know, too bright of a shade of green. Yeah, I agree. But in other lighting where it's like more dark green and it's more like how it is in the comics, it looks superb. Yeah, and sometimes like even the the green on his makeup is different. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't match. It only happens a couple times, but it's really noticeable. Yeah, every time. It almost just looks like he's, you can see like the suit and then it's just his face. Like it's never cohesive. It just looks like his face on the suit, obviously with the prosthetics, but it it just made his whole face pop out and it was so so odd. Yeah, we also have to address too that that's not Dick Durock's voice. And apparently Jim Wynorski didn't even know that they dubbed over him until the movie premiered. So weird. And they don't know who that actor was to this day. You think he's out there somewhere just like sitting at a bar, some guy walks up to him. Hey, what do you think you're doing here? He just looks at him dead in the eyes and goes, I was the secret voice for Swamp Thing in Swamp Thing Returns. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, so- sorry. <laughs> Slowly backs away. Although I'd have to say if I probably heard that guy, I would instantly turn around. I'd be like, what? Huh? <laughs> Swampy? Anyways, yeah, that opening is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Then we get Abby Arcane, uh, who's played by Heather Locklear, and she's working in a plant store and <laughs> just rambling on about seeing her psychologist and everything like that. And she has unresolved issues with her stepdad because, as we learned throughout the movie, mom died, didn't have a funeral or anything, and she just kind of wants to get to the bottom of things. <laughs> what I like about this scene is her friend Eunice. Yeah. Or a coworker. Yeah. Just eating soup, chicken noodle soup out of a can. Yeah. Just doesn't even respond to anything. No. Nope. Just watching TV. Just hanging out. Doesn't care. <laughs> so with Heather Locklear, there's all sorts of like corny references like in this scene. Like they reference TJ Hooker, which is a show that she was on with William Shatner where they were cops. Man, all the Hooker jokes we used to have as kids because of that show. <laughs> it's like um Dick Wolf. That the producer or director or whatever of uh, Special Victims Unit. Yeah. Like, really? Your name's Dick Wolf? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get into <laughs> what, what that name. It's a whole nother package. Oh, what was the... We had a name last episode. Oh, that ended up getting cut? Yeah, there's a guy, someone that worked on Poltergeist 2. It had some funny name like that, too. I think he had Dick in his name as well. It's yeah. like Dick Fire. I think it was. <laughs> that sounds that sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. You missed a bunch of uh, poorly constructed banter about a guy <laughs> named Dick. But anyways, I don't really want to push the buttons on getting us uh, to lose our, our clean rating. So yeah, Anton Arcane. We get to see him. He's his normal self in the previous movie. Super mutated. Turned into like a Very weird. weird. Like armadillo yeah like armadillo man it, it was strange yeah who used a sword which was pretty cool yeah we need hashtag more mutants that use weapons yeah why not i mean if they're not gonna wear clothes they should use weapons yeah rapiers knives swords daggers battle axes battle axes battle shovels Ooh. oh pickaxes eh. slingshots yes thongs used as slingshots i could see it working yeah. the right colors so we get to see dr arcane as he was on his uh compound and he goes into his spanking fresh lab and there we meet dr lana zarell and dr rochelle who's always puffing on an inhaler in this movie do you guys notice that puffs on the inhaler do you, 
Did you notice? Because I don't know if you noticed, but he, he puffs on the inhaler. It seems like it's just a weird actor thing. Like he was doing the, I'm going to puff on this inhaler any chance I get. Yeah. That's my character. But it kind of actually helps out later. I guess, but they really did overplay it. It's a little much. He could have done it once, maybe twice, and you'd get the hint. Yeah. But no, no, he's always on it. Maybe it's full of pot vape or something. I don't Codeine. know. Codeine. <laughs> so yeah, also in this lab, we get some fun gene-spliced mutants, and... They're, they're pretty scary. I'm going to be real. It reminded me a lot of the fly. The good one, not the old one. Like, the elephant guy? Elephant guy was pretty scary. Oh, he's just screaming? Yeah. Yeah, not cool. Also weird, like, reptile dude. Yeah, like alligator. Yeah. And then the best of them all was the cockroach. Yeah. That one was so cool. Cockroach man. He's just laying there and he's freaking out. And he's a bunch of, like, cockroach arms out of his stomach and stuff. Very yeah. cool. All that was so cool. and yeah. pincers, you name it. Very cool. I think they should have used that more because in this scene, he gets disintegrated. Yeah, he does. Because Dr. Arcane is still looking for like a restorative formula. That was the whole thing behind the first one because Alec Holland, who turned in the swamp thing, like discovered a way to make plants grow in order to solve world hunger. Mm-hmm. That was his goal. Yeah. And lab accident happens. He ends up on fire because he gets the formula on him, runs into the swamp. Swamp thing. Boom. Turns into a swamp thing. Or the swamp thinks that he's that guy. Oh, yeah. Because in oh. the comics, oh. was it a muck encrusted mockery of a man? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's referred to. Yeah. And, you know, this whole time, it's like, oh, a man who became a plant. But then later on, Alan Moore like introduced that he wasn't actually Alec Holland anymore. He was just a bunch of plant that thought it was a man. Yeah. Because his, his memory merged with it. Yeah, yeah. His memory. Just got it to memory. Yeah. Very cool. It's cool either way. Yeah. I like I like both versions of the interpretation of who Swamp Thing is as a being. But anyway, Arcane, he wants this restorative formula. That's his thing. That's his MacGuffin throughout the these two movies is he just wants to live forever because he thinks he's so cool. Mm-hmm. Which I'd agree. He actually is kind of cool. Yeah. Like this actor, he he pulls it off. He really does. I liked every scene that he was in. Yeah. Like really, he was just a lot of fun. No, I don't get into it in any of my notes because it didn't really pertain to the plot of this movie, but let's discuss him and the parrot. There's all these scenes with yeah. him and this parrot. And I really feel like he built a relationship with this parrot on the set. <laughs> it's just a weird like i feel like the the camera just kept on rolling just kind of turns to him just like talks to it like just like the scene ended he's just like well that was weird or <laughs> the parrot would just adr croak something <laughs> it was definitely adr because you'd never see that beak move. they just got the boom guy to walk into some like booth and just go grab the formula or something like that <laughs> i was hoping that the parrot would blow like some part of the plan or something yeah i always thought that too like <laughs> like it would just be like ah, collect the blood <laughs> what what did you say parrot yeah i don't think i've seen this movie since i was like maybe in high school i mean it's been a long time so i was like i don't remember if that parrot blows anything but yeah yeah just a parrot yeah so after they disintegrate this this cockroach man in this box full of rope lights <laughs> which that part was pretty cool though. it's very cool I mean, this set isn't the greatest looking set, but it gets the point across. Yeah. It's it does what it needs to do. Wacky mad scientist lab. Yeah. It's it's fine. Weird pool area. Very 80s. Yeah. I liked it, though. 
Yeah, it was. I mean, it's cheap, but it's fun. <laughs> the sheriff comes to visit because he wants to talk to Arcane about um the incident with the leech man earlier in the movie, and he's talking to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, oh, "Just this caricature of Southern sheriff." I'm surprised he wasn't eating a donut. Just how <laughs> cop he was. He's talking about how, you know, like all these guys saw like this big green man from Mars and yeah. the way the way Dr. Arcane reacts to him is so great. He's so patronizing he's to like, him. He's like, Mars? He's like, yeah, it's a planet, you see? <laughs> like he doesn't know what Mars is. I know. And, and the sheriff is like um, comparing uh, Arcane's like home to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Because he's got all these guards and like some, there's a lot of, there's like some are women, some are men. They all wear like orange jumpsuits with no sleeves. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice, especially if you're hanging out in a swamp. Yeah. You definitely want to stick out as an armed guard. Uh huh. You want everybody to know, hey, here I am. Don't come sneaking out in this property because you're never going to see me coming. But yeah, we also meet like uh, Gun and Poinsettia, the two main security people. Mm -hmm. Like Gun's pretty much like a sleaze ball. Yeah. Always got his, his jumpsuit unzipped down yeah. to like his belly button. Uh huh. And Poinsettia just walks around in, like, a string tank top. Yeah. Just kind of looks cool. Does, like, not that much throughout the entire movie. No, they don't really do too much. Gun, Gun does, does more. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a good goon. These are they're very much caricatures. I liked it, though. I think they really played it up. Like, at one point, Gun's reading a mercenary or whatever. Mercenary Life? Mercenary. It's like Life Magazine, but just has mercenary. No, it's supposed to be, like, Boy's Life Magazine. Oh. Yeah, but it's just Mercenary's <laughs> Life. And then he's like... What's a five-letter word for an armed guard? <laughs> Points out as a funny moron. He's like, oh. <laughs> I, I liked it, though. It, it was like a weird sense of like world-building that there's almost like a weird like mercenary, like they unionized at one point, and <laughs> now they have their own like magazine and stuff. <laughs> I found it very interesting. I thought it was just played for a dumb joke, but I like how you were thinking like, this is good world building. Like, I mean, like, seriously, like a full magazine printed. Just for mercenaries. Yeah, like, like word searches and like, you know, <laughs> stuff like that for mercenaries. I think that's so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're killing people and then in their downtime. <laughs> Dr. Arcane, he thinks that since Abby shows up, he thinks that she has perfect genetics like her mother and she is the key to this immortality but you know we also learned too that dr sorrell lana doesn't her and abby don't see eye to eye whatsoever no. because i think lana feels a little threatened even though it's a stepdaughter mm -hmm. it's kind of weird like they kind of end that he's kind of creepy about it because he's just like oh my god she looks just like her mother oh i think he's just more excited about the immortality he's like oh like that was kind of him going like oh the genes, they're like super identical. Yeah. Well, hey, at least he's one of the men that doesn't have an attempted rape on her in this movie. <whistles> it's true. So Lana and Arcane, they're they're having a relationship and they're they're having this discussion about like how he's not showing any signs of further aging or anything like that. But then like the camera pans past them to this like very poor painting of him. Yeah. And then, like, lightning crashes, and there's, like, this skull overlay that happens when the lightning strikes. They, but they do it eight too many times. It just keeps going. It just going. keeps on going. We saw it. We know. It's like, I, I was literally saying, yeah, we get it. Like, <laughs> it, 
we already know he's evil. Yeah. How much more evil do we need? Like you do that like once. Maybe it's like two flashes and you see the skull. That's enough for your brain to be like, ah, there was a skull there. That's kind of, that's kind of weird. Some foreshadowing. No, they really drive it in. I think it was just to bump this movie up to like 128 yeah, minutes. Yeah, time. <laughs> or Guy, maybe they were just really happy with guys that. Guys just sitting there editing, smoking the cigar. We need like three more minutes in this movie. Oh, what can we extend? And he's like looking through all the reels. He's like, ah, I know that part where they flash the skull a bunch of times. Let's just do that more. No one will really care. And like, it's just snipping and copying. I don't know how film works. <laughs> we'll just we'll just keep showing this like a dozen more times don't worry about it it'll just pad everything out we're doing yeah. great like in um, the original transformers when they would just have random scenes that would go on for like it'd be like 30 seconds of just just standing there <laughs> <laughs> that type of just weird editing oh but this leads into the storm leads us into one of the best scenes of the entire movie because this little chubby ginger kid Going over to his friend's house because the parents are gone playing bingo. And it's time, it's nudie magazine time for these kids. Mm -hmm. Like the one kid's busting out all his dad's nudie magazines and they're looking at him. And I noticed like once as young and easy on it. And I was like, ew, so gross. And then, like then that comes up later in the movie too. Yeah, there's another, <laughs> there's another there's scene magazine. The same issue. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jim Wynorski, don't change. You lovable creep. Is he still alive? It appears he's still alive. Oh, ooh, get this. 2018, Cobra Gator. Well, probably bad. Probably. Ooh, should we just go through some of these? Sure. Cobra Gator, Nessie and Me, A Doggone Hollywood, <laughs> Legend of the Naked Ghost, <laughs> A Doggone Christmas, Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre, Scared Topless, Shark Babes, Water Wars, Sexipede. Hypnotica, Pleasure Spa, Sexy Wives Sensations, Gila, Piranaconda, Busty Coeds and Cheerleaders, Camel Spiders, Sexy Wives Syndrome, Monster Cruise, Dino Croc vs. Super Gator. I think I've seen that one actually. It was on sci-fi. Busty Cops Go Hawaiian. Busty Cops and the Jewel of Denial. The Hills Have Thighs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got 103 credits. But yeah, that gives you a pretty good idea. I We'll leave it on that one. I, I just liked how in the middle of that, it was like, doggone Christmas. Like, you know, he he just just worked on just a children's film in the, just the middle of all of that. Well, we don't, we don't know if that's a children's film. Doggone Christmas? Yeah, that's actually kind of a good point. But my guess is that that's just your classic... I'm a talking dog. Oh, it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, should do. Should we cover it for a Christmas episode? <laughs> well, it's that or sexapede. Come on, fam. We got a movie to watch. I like the hills have thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, these so these kids are checking out these nudie mags and everything, and then there's a pounding on the door, and they're like, "Oh no, parents are home," so they're hiding it. And turns out, guess who it is? It's the leechman. But Swamp Thing comes and saves the day, and they have this big fight in, like, this weird, like, fishing resort or wherever they're at. It's, like, super crappy. <laughs> and they end up smashing up a bunch of cars and everything, and these kids, like, their banter is fun. It's, like, I like when they're trying to escape the house, and they're, it's, like, this shot from, like, it's just the window from outside. You can't see anything inside. I'm, like, this shot's really 
dumb. Like, it's just like ADR. And they're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? We gotta, like, break the window or something. He's like, hey, my dad's bowling ball. And, like, in perfect comedic timing, the bowling ball comes crashing out of the window. <laughs> it was actually, like, honestly funny. It was really funny, and it had good cinematography to it, too. The way it, like, lingered on the window and just kind of like, huh, why are they showing that? It feels cheaper until you get the gag. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah, these kids, they're a lot of fun. And normally, like, kids in a movie, especially since, like, the one kid just yells all his lines. Mm-hmm. Not a good actor, the ginger one. Yeah. Still acting to this day, though. Both of those kids are. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, he's just yelling lines throughout the entire movie. He, I don't think he, like, talk talks. Yeah. But they're fun. I mean, they're not crappy kids. They're up to shenanigans. They're good comic relief for this movie, mm-hmm. even though the movie is skews way more comedic. But yeah, Swamp Thing ends up blowing up like their houses and all their cars. Like I, I just thought of like they're a they're a poor family. Like they're they're not living like upper middle or even middle class middle. <laughs> they're they're pretty poor. And all of their vehicles and homes explode. You know what though? Swamp Thing did not blow it up. The Leech Man blew it up because (laughs) (laughs) Swamp Thing just ducked out of the way and the Leech Man hit a propane tank that was just sitting there and that blew everything up. Did you notice though when things start exploding (laughs) that they just had this dummy just standing? Supposedly it was the Leech Man because I had to go back today and watch it. Because I had to make sure that I saw what I saw. And it's just standing there. <laughs> I didn't see it's that. It's immobile. It's not doing anything. As stuff blows up and then it finally like gets to the point where that area blows up later on. Like through the cuts. <laughs> it's so funny because it's just obviously a mannequin. Oh, it's so good. But the explosion's really good. Yeah, the explosions are pretty good. The car is blowing up. It's like the, this whole chain reaction. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then, um, yeah, because then the leech man ends up on fire. Very, so, like, flaming dude. Oh, I love me a flaming dude in a movie. Yeah. Oh, I'll never so forget good. my first flaming dude. <laughs> it was the original War of the Worlds. The flaming dude in that. There's a military guy who gets set on fire and then he, like, jumps onto a table and the table breaks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Very good flaming dude. Yeah. I love a good flaming dude. Oh. I get excited anytime I see one. Yeah. I just like get kitty. Even Mandalorian had a had a bit of a flaming dude in it. Yeah. Flaming dude's way better than people getting thrown out windows. But Flaming Dude's getting thrown out of windows. Like in was it like serial killer cop or whatever? Oh Maniac Cop. Maniac two. Cop two, where he's on fire and he jumps out the window into the no, bus. No, that gets they get crammed right through the wall of the That's jail. That's right. Oh and land on a bus and the bus explodes. That might be the best flaming dude scene. It's because it he's is. on fire walking around lighting cops on fire with his fire. Oh, it's so good. Okay, we're getting off topic. <laughs> we're getting way off topic. But you know what? We, hey, we had a lot of fun watching this movie. Yeah. And it's fun talking about it too. Right, Brennan? Yes, father. That's right. You're going to have some fun. All right. So now we get a montage of Arcane's goons who... I don't think they're actually trying to get Swamp Thing in any of this. It seems like they're having a fun day out. They're going off jumps and stuff on their little four-wheelers, and they're just boating around. They're on jet skis. They're in helicopters, throwing TNT out of the window. 
I think that was just something they did to just be like, we tried to get him. We, we threw TNT out the window. Like, we really, we really, I just imagine the, the guy throwing the team like, ha ha ha, just having fun, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All I needed was like two cuts of them having a cookout and drinking beer. Yeah. And it would have been like, what a fun day. Yeah. It was sunny out. They're wearing, they got no sleeves on. They're having a day. Yeah. They're like, they're like running map and one of them stops and points. They're like, ha ha. Like laughing <laughs> off screen. But it's just this weird. It just shows like a couple things and it's done. Stock footage of an eagle and they're pointing at it and they're like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Hot dog eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Arcane decides that he wants to like arrange this dinner because they need to get a blood sample, right? And during the during the dinner and she's confronting him about her mom and he's like, oh, I always loved your mom. And I kind of feel he's kind of genuine about it. Yeah, I think they're. I think he genuinely loved her yeah, mom. I think so. Maybe to a degree, as much as that man can. But you know what? She's never in the previous movie. Maybe she was out of town. Maybe she was dead by then. I don't know. But there's like nine years difference between these movies. So, but I think in movie time, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it was just a couple months ago. Yeah. Hey, whatever. We're it's Return of Swamp Thing. What do you want? This isn't high art we're talking about. This isn't here. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> this isn't Return of the Living Dead. Return of Godzilla. Return of the King. Ha! That movie sucks. Never saw it. <laughs> but I will agree with you because I agree with most of your opinions. <laughs> Thank you, Brennan. No problem. Lord of the Rings is dumb. Do not write into corruptedyouthpodagemail.com. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I watched all the movies. They were they were all right. Kind of boring. All right. Yeah, Arcane busts out the, like this ring of uh, her mom's and she puts it on and the ring like cuts her knuckle so then like they're all giddy because they're like oh i got the blood sample now you know <laughs> they could have done it way easier they could have just put on like the last jedi and her eyes would have just started bleeding <laughs> or like made her read like tweets that ryan johnson tweeted like hating the fans and saying that the movie's bad because the fans hate it and then her ears would have started to bleed you know what, Brennan? Yes. You might have to hang on to some of these thoughts for a later date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Or just ask her to, like, floss her teeth and everybody's gums will start bleeding. I don't know. This movie has no idea how science works. Any of it. So, they get their blood sample because, like, Abby, is just she just had enough. So, she decides to go take a walk out in the swamp, as, as anybody would want to do. Oh, yeah. For sure. And... You know, like, Gunn's telling her to be careful out there, very ominously. And then it cuts to, like, these moonshiners mm-hmm. hanging out, and these guys are hamming it up. Yeah. They are like, hey, how can we take a southern stereotype and turn it up past 11? Let's bring it to, like, a 15 to the point where it almost comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these guys are just going on and on, and it's pretty corny dialogue, but then... Abby shows up, so instantly they're like, hey, let's rape her. Well, no, one of them is. The other one wants to kill her, Oh, <laughs> oh which, so I, which I did enjoy, because I was like, oh, they're going you know, rape her or whatever, but then, like, the one wants to, but the other one's like, I want to kill her, like, something about, like, she said that she was from California. Oh, yeah, that's right. I hate California. Yeah, so he just wants to kill her. But I like California. Yeah, I thought that was, it was <laughs> fun for a attempted rape. Scene. Hey, I'm not. I'm not laughing. At, not laughing at rape. 
<laughs> anyway. It's his, it's his movie. Swamp anyway. Thing shows up, of yeah. course. Yep. And he saves the day. Of course. He kicks those guys' butts, but they end up running off. He just kind of knocks them around a bit. And then Abby's just like, hey, you're a plant. You're a plant, aren't you? And he's like, yep. I sure am. Oh, she just sure likes plants because she had that line earlier. She likes plants. She wanted, which is, plants were more like men. That's kind of a coincidence. Plants were more like men. (laughs) Men were more like plants. It's kind of a coincidence that, like, you know, dude's stepdaughter really likes plants and his greatest enemy is a plant man. Like, I I thought, like, hmm, it's kind of weird. Like, she, like, you know, if she was like, if she, oh yeah, I like plants, but no, she's like, Oh, I just wish my plants could be real men that I could date. She like she named her plants like man names. <laughs> what it let the dongles know what she said while so, we were like, watching. So like we were watching it. She's like she's like um like complaining about like her exes or whatever. And then it cuts like her plants and they all have like manly names. So I I thought like what if she killed all of her exes right and used their bodies as the fertilizer for those plants? So the the <laughs> The names on the plant pots aren't the names of the plants. It's the names of the exes whose body parts are in the pots. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is pretty cuckoo. I would not put it past her. I think she's just kind of bubbly and positive. And you know, the thing is, those back when I watched this movie originally, I'm not in the Heather Locklear. And like, she didn't interest me as an actress or anything. I thought she was kind of corny. But I have to say, watching this movie now, she does a pretty good job. Yeah, she's a pretty good actress. Yeah. Especially for, like, this level of movie. You know, it's nothing grade A. She's not working with, you know, great material here. It's not like it has a moving, powerful script. So, for what she's given, she does a good job, I think. And, yeah, she seems really into Swamp Thing. And, yeah, so they're kind of going on a walk, having having a chat. And they run into the goons, Anton's goons. And... This is where they just launch a grenade right in the swamp thing. Very cool. It was a really good cut into the explosion. It was practically seamless. Yeah, and they just blow them to bits yeah. right in the water and they take Abby away. And then you see like a chunk of swamp thing floating down in the swamp. And bzz, bzz, bzz. Electricity. Just to let you know, something's going on. He's still around. Takes a lot more than that to kill a swamp thing. True. So this is a good time for us to take a break and we'll play a promo for another podcast that we really enjoy. Hello, this is the Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's gotta go. (laughs) That's gotta go in there. So on the show... Uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. That's right. We have four people and we always talk at once except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. 
check for our Amazon exclusive, Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? <laughs> we got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. And we're back. Wow, what a great pro- pro- promo. <laughs> we listened to it. We did take a Very break. good. Thank you to that podcast that we listened to. Very good promo. <laughs> we'll use some of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell you what, but it's not like you're ever going to listen. Very true. I listen to every one multiple times because I have to edit it. Anyway, Abby gets locked up in the lab for safekeeping. And we learn that Anton was found in a bog after the end of the first movie by the other two doctors. And they restored him over a couple of months. Somehow? Somehow. Glossed right over it. You think if they could figure that out, they'd have all of this figured out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can reverse that. I mean, come on. He was, he was an armadillo man. But then um, he also, he reveals that her mom died as a result of their mutual experimentation. So whatever that means, that's kind of ambiguous, but I kind of like it that way because you don't know. I don't care either. Yeah, it doesn't matter because he's just a bad guy. It could have been a boring experiment. It could have been. Like how much heat can salt withstand until it turns forms? Well, I'm, that that's really well known. But, you know, it doesn't have to be something cool. Oops. Just a simple oopsie. Yep. I tripped and fell into the disintegrator. Oops. We were disintegrating all those mutant demon rice. And, um, tripped in, boop, disintegrated. I microwaved a spoon. <laughs> and just a tip for all of our dongles out there. You know when you take ice cream out of the freezer and, like, it's too, like, cold and you can't get it out into your bowl? Just microwave your spoon for, like, 30 seconds. It'll make it, like, warm and it can <laughs> scoop out ice cream really easily. I, I'm really hoping our listeners aren't dumb enough to actually try that based on they, your recommendation. They are dongles. Yeah, but we don't mean that in a negative way. We love our listeners. They're, they're good dongles. Anyway. Later on, Dr. Rochelle interrupts pillow talk with, between Anton and, and uh, Lana, and he tells them that he's discovered something with their plan. The problem is, is that something gobbledygook... Science. Is, big is, words. ...is incompatible, and they need a fatal blood transfusion. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Whatever that means. They need a blood transfusion, but it's going to kill whoever donates Look, the blood. I don't know a lot about biology, but I sure do know enough to think that, mm, no, blood transfusion, not really that fatal, unless you take a lot of blood. But even then, you don't really need a lot of blood because there are definitely things you can do to replicate the cells in the blood. Hey. It's called PCR. Thank you. No problem. It's really cool. You're able just to duplicate cells really fast. Very interesting. That is very interesting. Thank you, Brennan. No problem. It's what I'm here for. Or <laughs> for yeah. not talking about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they need this. They, they need this fatal blood transfusion, and um, the only there's only two matches on the compound with the compatible blood type, and that is just some rando guard, which I do like. It didn't have to be an important character. Yes, but it's also it's also Lana. Oh, <gasps> oh no! Gasp! Yeah, and while he's telling Arcane this, Lana, who's supposed to be taking a bath anyway, 
is listening at the door and she overhears all this because Anton also instructs Dr. Rochelle to do whatever is necessary. She's not too happy about that. No. Because she's got a pretty good idea of how this guy operates. Mm -hmm. Then we get a little montage of Swamp Thing as like a turd going into the building and coming out. So we're making a Swamp Turd bubble bath. It's very cool. I'm really glad they brought over. Like, that's something you definitely do in the comics. Yeah. You didn't really do it so much in the first movie, but I really like how they play with that ability. Yeah. And he's just kind of coming out and it's just like green goo. Like, you assume it's algae or whatever. So he's just going to like pump a bunch of that stuff in there until he can grow a body. Because that's what Swamp Thing likes to do. Groot can't do that. No. Not really. Groot can't do that. Groot's no Swamp Thing. Groot's no Swamp Groot would lose in a fight to Swamp Thing. Easily. Easily. No question. No challenge. Although, Vin Diesel as Swamp Thing? No. <laughs> no, no. No. We can keep Derek Mears. He's, he looks good. Yes. That dude's ginormous. Yes. Anyways, as this whole bubble bath is going on, we also get some evil organ. Oh, no. Because as if Anton Arcane wasn't evil enough, he also plays creepy organ music Very in well. Very well, though. Very cool. Was it actually him playing? <laughs> but yeah, probably not. Probably not, but very cool. I liked it. He looks convincing enough. Yeah, he really got into it. I yeah. really like the music, too. It was in a nice minor key. So Gunn's watching over Abby in her cell, and um, he decides that he wants to let her out because, you know, then he can force himself on her, but... Surprisingly enough, for this guy being like a trained mercenary or hired goon, she manages to get the best of him and gets away and hops in the elevator to go up. And then uh, that's where she runs into Lana, who ends up giving her some keys so she can get the heck out of there. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of an interesting, interesting turn for her character. On her way out, some guards end up getting her. But then we find out Swamp Thing is completely reformed. It's really cool too. Is like you could see him like reforming through the curtain of the, where you see like his hands come out of the water and they're like forming. Yeah. And then it cuts back and you see like through the shower curtain, body like coming together. I think you remember it a lot cooler than it was, but it, it oh, yeah, wasn't for bad. sure, for sure. But it, it was still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is cool. I mean, hey, you got you got thirty days to make a movie. Yeah. You want to get it done in twenty seven? You you're gonna have to do a little uh, shower curtain shenanigans for your special effects swamp thing and abby they end up uh escaping and go on a total murder spree of arcane's men yeah no kidding and this is where swamp thing actually drives the jeep and abby's like sniping dudes with a shotgun yeah (laughs) 27 days remember (laughs) they're also driving through a minefield i don't know if you knew that Terrible minds, by the way. <laughs> the they're, they're like supposed to do one thing, and that's to blow up when something runs over them. They, they're just exploding around them. You think that that Jeep would just immediately explode from a mine. But yeah, Abby's just like killing dudes left and right. It's pretty great. Actually. Murdering. First time murdering, and she's just like, huh, yeah, this is fun. We should do this again. Yeah, she's having a dandy old time with it. So now that they've escaped, it's time. Drugs. They do drugs. Basically, yes. They do Swamp Thing <laughs> drug and make out in Dream World. Yeah, because they're not compatible being a plantman and a, just a regular old human woman. 
So they're not compatible, but they've got some pretty strong emotions for each other, and they want to have a special moment, but they can't really get physical. Drugs. So, yeah. Drugs. Swamp Thing. Drugs. Can grow tubers out of his body that allow, when she eats it, she can hallucinate, and they can have a shared psychedelic experience together. And this is where they have their sexy time, and he looks like a normal man again. Yeah. Ah, let's just gloss over this. They have psychedelic tuber sex. Yeah. And <laughs> it went on for like a minute too long. Yeah, it's tasteful at least. Sure. <laughs> as tasteful as you can get. So then Lana decides that she wants to pay Dr. Rochelle a visit. And there at least we see that like the guard is there. So he's not actually going after her for this deadly blood transfusion thing. Mm-hmm. So that's at least a good sign for her. But he also tells her that he's developed some new formula, which more crazy fake science talk. And he's like, oh, I finally like came up with this new idea. And here I even built this special cell, reinforced cell. So they go inside there and she injects them with whatever magic monster goo. What a twist. She's taking care of everybody, which is kind of odd in a way. Abby's escaped. Yeah. And the guard is having them get killed for this experiment. She's safe. She's totally safe at this point. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, no, fudge these guys. Yeah, she definitely just has this like mentality of, no, you know what? No, I hate all these people. Yeah. We've done some evil things together, but this is one step too far. It's like when someone quits their terrible job and they just like rat out everybody on their way out. <laughs> I I just accidentally skipped over a part because the fight in the woods. Yeah, there's a there's a this is because they had to get Abby somehow because her and Swamp Thing were yeah. away. Yeah, the kids are back. Yeah, and they're looking to get a pick of Swamp Thing because they think that they can make like ten thousand dollars off this because somebody got paid more than that for a picture of Bigfoot, right? And as the kids are cruising around with the camera looking for Swamp Thing out in the swamp. They run into the goons, and then, you know, Swamp Thing and Abby overhear him, so Swamp Thing goes over there and ends up playing baseball with uh, Gun's head, because he uses the bat on him. Probably should have killed him. Swamp Thing's pretty strong. Yeah. Hits him right across he the face. He just beats the crap out of these guys with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing about these movies. He never uses, like, root powers or, like, he's never, like, really, u- he's just strong, and that's what he yeah. kind of does to fight. He doesn't... He's more early Swamp Thing than later Swamp Thing. Yeah, later Swamp Thing, it's more like Groot shooting tendrils. Yeah. Which is all right, but I don't know. He just never ever used his plantness in combat. Yeah, they could have They could have even done like some uh, shots like from Evil Dead with the trees attacking. Oh, where yeah. Where you just do it in reverse. Yeah. They could have done some stuff like that, but hey. 27 days. 27 days. <laughs> I'm going to get this movie done three days early. Now we get the the whole thing, <laughs> not how genetics work lab time with Abby and Arcane. And this is uh, like, I don't know, they're on like steps with foam tubes on it. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't walk around with that. I'm, I'm going to hear really, every little ding on that thing. I'm lightly touching it. Don't even touch it. Just don't touch that mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you edit this if you keep it up. But yeah, so they're both like strapped down and like 
there's electricity involved. Yeah, there's blue energy appears like, on her and flows to him. Her, her soul, whatever. This energy. Is, this is not genetics. No. Right? This is, make it some gobbledygook science. Just some thing. injections. Even that, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But or like, just whatever. I get it. You want to have a cool set It was like alchemy. <laughs> it seemed like alchemy. This is or like, some weird, like, Frankenstein's monster, like, yeah. we're gonna zap them and... At least put that in the expl- explanation of it. They've already rambled on about this, that, and the other thing, which you can't follow. Why not just be like, we're just gonna suck the essence right out of her, put it into me. Yeah. Boom. I would have I been like, okay. Yeah, cool. Don't try to pass this off as genetic tinkering and whatnot. Yeah. We're not that dumb. I mean, at least make it... I mean, we did watch this movie. That doesn't make us dumb. That makes us awesome. <laughs> That's going to be my senior quote. I watched The Return of Swamp Thing. That doesn't make me dumb. That makes me awesome. <laughs> if you do that, you're going to be like the coolest kid ever. Because I've got no problem like telling my coworkers I watched this movie. You probably have a problem going to school and being like, hey, guess what I did? You know, I'm probably just going to make it my senior quote something just random and dumb. <laughs> like, don't eat where truckers do. Mexico, period. <laughs> Mexico doesn't need a wall. It needs me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyways, so Swamp Thing is also coming to the rescue at this time. That's what he does. He just seems to rescue everybody. And he's taken out a bunch of the guards and then is like, well, I'm just going to hang on to this grenade. I might need this. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Gun starts go- gunning for him. Oh, oh. oh! But he's driving like this Jeep that has like rocket launchers on it and stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, before that, because the the evil scientist guy was like, "Hey, why don't you take this?" It's like Agent Agent Orange. Oh, and yeah. He's like, "Nah, I got something else." I don't know. The Agent Orange probably would have been more effective. Yeah, I mean, it's a defoliant. Yeah, but he has cool Jeep with rockets. I mean, it would be more fun. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. If you're playing a video game, <laughs> what would you rather use? Chemical. Jeep with rocket launchers. Absolutely Jeep with rocket launchers. So yeah, he's 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 going in for Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing's like, yeah, no, it's time to use this grenade. I just, just found lobs a grenade at him, it blows up, the Jeep flips, and you're like, Yeah, gun is presumed dead. Presumed dead. Does not spoil what happens with gun because I said presumed. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he's got to be dead. I saw that explosion. No one could survive that. <laughs> so inside the lab, the process is complete. Abby is dead. But oh no, Anton's been tricked because the doctor lady did a switcheroo with the genetic something or other. Just a jar that screws into the machine. And it's like, I like how he like reads whatever sample it is. Yeah. It isn't like Roachman. It's like. It's just a bunch of numbers, numbers like, and letters, and he's like just that like, one right over my head. And he was just like, "I'm disappointed. You switched the vials on me." Yeah, <laughs> and we we're like, "Okay, all right, dude, you say so." And then um, turns out it looks like he's gonna start reverting to his previous form of the armadillo, armadillo man, armadillo guy, because his like hands all orange and bubbly, bubbly. Yeah. So you know what? He's not happy about it, so he decides to shoot Lana. Very calmly. I did like that scene. It's just the way, like, he was talking. I'm like, hmm, very disappointed in you. And it's just like, but he's, like, calm almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he play, he's so chill. Yeah. And just shoots her in the chest. And he's like, ugh. More, more kid-friendly than the first one. The first, like, mo- first movie's rated R. Oh, that's right. 
doesn't seem very rated R. Swamp Thing does show up, but then it's the big metal door gets knocked down, and who should come out but a mutant guy with a big crazy head, and we know who it is because... Oh, because he does the one thing that one character did the entire movie that was definitely not obvious and definitely did not call attention to it. Starts puffing on the inhaler. And we're like, oh, that's why he did it so much. Oh, now it all makes sense. It was just a setup. You know, we probably could have been able to tell by what he's wearing and, you know, that he went missing earlier and it's the same actor, but we need that confirmation. Yeah, it wasn't the same actor. It wasn't? No, it was like a stuntman. Oh. Still, <laughs> this guy kind of looks like the, um, the aliens in the pilot episode of Star Trek. That's a kind of a deep cut, but just big, weird, pulsating want to say testicle, but no, I can't, head. Yeah, you can say it's a testicle. Yeah, testicle head. <laughs> it does look like a big, veiny testicle. <laughs> it's funny, too, because when they're fighting, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was intentionally made to, like, just, like, jiggle around the way that it does. Yeah. It's hard to tell if that was intended or not, but it's kind of funny how, like, it's this beat on the head. Yeah. And it's like... It's cool. I don't know. I think it might have been... In- to a degree because when he punches it like the whole mask and the whole makeup would like shift like if it shifts down or up but they painted so much around the eyes with, like this red color that when it shifts it literally looks like the actual skin <laughs> is peeling back it was weird it was weird i don't know if it was intentional or not but it did look good yeah i mean it's not much of a battle they just kind of no. like knock some stuff around in the lab and then swamp thing throws them through the window on the disintegrating machine which starts going off that's a, that's not safe. That's not safe. You can't just throw somebody at, like if you threw your spoon into the microwave, the microwave just wouldn't turn on. Now Swamp Thing goes over to Lana, but oh, she isn't breathing. She's dead. Are we talking about Abby or Lana? Lana? Wait, Abby. Wait. I get them mixed up. Abby is that her name? Yeah. Abby is his love interest. Abby's dead. Oh <gasps> gasp. Yeah. But this whole time, like um, <laughs> Dr. Arcane is like stuck, like the door landed on his leg. Yeah. And he's just stuck there. And he's not doing anything. Just he's just watching. He's like propped up on one arm, yeah. just kind of hanging out. He's not, he's doing literally nothing to try to escape any of this. And all this happens. Swamp Thing gets really mad because Abby's dead. And then of course, Gun runs in, still alive, gasp, all burnt up. And he's like, ah, I'm going to kill you. And he's got thing. a chainsaw. He's got a chainsaw. Swamp Thing immediately disarms him, and then, is because he's so mad, just takes one of the grenades, pulls the pin on it, shoves it in one of his pockets, and just throws him into, like, a back room, and he just explodes Gun. <laughs> it's great. It's super yeah. cool. Well, Gun mentioned something about, um, you know, him and his boys having fun with her, so he, he like, insinuates that they, did they assaulted her, and then... That's why, like, Swamp Thing, I think, puts the grenade in his pants. Like, he shoves it down the front oh, his of his pants. pants. I thought it was, like, the pa- like a pocket or something. No, he shoves it down the front of his pants. And then she throws him into the- <laughs> He explodes. Man, that's so awesome, though. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm kind of disappointed there wasn't more of a battle with that chainsaw. Because when he comes in, it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Swamp Thing fighting a man with a chainsaw. That's the thing with this movie. There's never, like, except for the Leechman, there's never really, like, a good Swamp Thing monster battle. Like, Testicle Head Dude, it was pretty one-sided. Yeah. It really wasn't much of anything. But then, uh, after that, Swamp Thing and, uh, what's his name? I'm bad with names in movies. Yeah, Abby? No, evil scientist guy. 
Arcane. Yeah. Anton, Dr. Arcane. Yeah. Dr. Anton Arcane. Any, any, <laughs> any that'll do. Doctor. <laughs> they, they kind of have like, they just kind of look at each other and like, just walks away. It was the. Yeah. It's one thing's like, I'm not saving you. Yeah. You're, you're not worth it. And he, Antain, An. Anton. Arcane. Anton. Dr. Mr. Anton. It's just, I feel like it's just kind of okay. Like, he's just like, well, nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. He's just like, well, I can't be, you know. He literally does nothing. To this. No, he's like, battle again. He just sits there. He's not even mad he's about like, it. I got my paycheck. Yeah. Last day of shooting. <laughs> I just have to sit here. He's probably like, I'm not coming back for a third. Yeah. So, Swamp Thing carries Abby out of the building, and the, the building starts self-destructing. I like how it announced that yeah. it was just going to self How? Why is it self-destructing? I hate self-destruct features in anything. No, it's I can see this. Good. This whole lab is already, like, it's on fire. Yeah. Things are exploding. Just have it explode. Yeah. Why does it have to self-destruct? The computer's like, I've detected that this building is going to burn down, so I'm just going to self-destruct. Does not seem like a good feature. No. <laughs> like, oh, a small fire breaks out, and the computer's just like, time to blow everything up. Yeah, like your son sticks a spoon in a microwave. Yeah. Next thing you know, your your house goes on self-destruct mode. Oops. Yeah, that's that's kind of the movie, right? Yeah. I mean, I the do, house explodes. I do like how they showed the lab exploding, but it was like the actual set with mm-hmm. real explosives. Oh, yeah. Super cool. I really like that. Oh, and the, the front of the house where they had the f- fake facade on it? Yeah. That just like, they just blow that up. Yeah. And very it's a, cool. like a good explosion. It's a and very then, good explosion. And then like you see like part of the, the lawn just yeah. that explodes too. Yeah, that's good. Very good explosions in this movie. Yeah, there is. I mean that's kinda like Jim Wynorski's thing, you know. Like he'll do good explosions. He's he's good for it. But yeah, so the house goes boom. Swampy ends up healing Abby because we already know he has that ability from the previous movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, she grows a little flower out of her foot. Very gross. Very gross. Yeah. I did not like it. It was very unsettling. It is unsettling. And they linger on it for a while. Yeah, there's somebody who was really into that shot, I think. I think they just spent too long on the special effects that they were like, gotta make this count. Just every second of it. I'll tell you something, man. The pictures on IMDb for this movie, it's a whole lot of that. Why? Because people are weird that yeah, way. Yeah, that's true. But then we see the kids, and the kids, they the one kid takes a picture, Swamp Thing, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. And then... um. There's also like, so they get their pick and the one, the little ginger kid's like, hey, you know what? Like, let's leave them be. They're kissing and stuff. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Plus the, like the film developing place opens up in 10 minutes. Ah. Uh. So that's it. That's the end of the movie. Credits. Burp. Oh, wait. There's a scene during the credits that cuts to the kids at like the photo mat. Turns out there was no film in the camera. Man. You know, they, they went back for more pictures though. They easily could. Swamp Thing was posing with them to take a picture. Yeah. Earlier in the movie. Yeah. Like, straight up like, yeah, sure, I'll take a photo. Like, you know, I thought that he'd be like, oh, but I'm not going to tell him that the cap's on the camera. Like, that was the thing. Like, he knew, and so he's just like, yeah, I'll take this picture with these kids. Because I don't want a picture taken of me, but, you know, I'll give them the light of day. No, he's yeah. like, oh, you still have the lens cap on. I was like, oh, just... He's kind of, like, really wholesome in this movie. Yeah. Almost like a Superman kind of Yeah, attitude. thumbs up, like. Always, yeah, always giving the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. He's never just, like, kind of depressed that he's a plantman. Yeah, he seems kind of over it. Yeah, he's just accepted it. Yeah. You know, if I was Swamp Thing, I would not chill in some Louisiana swamp. Why is he still there? 
because that's where he has his connection. He's connected. There's so much living things there. Plus, it's easy for him to hide. He can't just go get a job. Go to the Amazon rainforest. Although Swamp Thing wearing clothes, speaking of monsters wearing clothes, I'd be, I would, I think that'd be funny to see Swamp Thing. You need some just, really big clothes. <laughs> just, hey, there's some big people out in the world. It's like when the Ninja Turtles, they just have trench coats on, like fedoras. Yeah, when you'd be like, you gotta go get pizza. That's, that green dude's really fat. With the three fingers? <laughs> oh, I guess that's Ninja Turtles, but why is that guy covered in leaves? That's kind of weird. Anyway, yeah, that's it for this movie. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about the effects during our discussion but i mean to go back to the go back to that suit that suit's great yeah i mean there's only a couple times where it doesn't really look all that great and you mm-hmm. can kind of see like little bits here and there but overall i think it's a really great suit yeah i mean it's you know got clumpy feet but i'm second to best it. suit second best one thing suit well we haven't watched the tv show so we can't yeah i've only judge. seen a few pictures but from the looks of it that new suit yeah does look pretty good the previous swamp thing show that was on usa after this movie uh-huh not very good suit no dick durock played swamp thing in that as well just love that role yeah he must have he must have just like yeah sure you know what i don't care i'll get soggy yeah i'll put on a rubber suit and play around in the swamp but yeah i didn't i didn't like that show at all nope i don't even want to discuss it <laughs> i just didn't like it the end okay <laughs> but yeah I mean, the, the suit in this is so good. Gives him, like, good bulk. The musculature is pretty on point. Mm-hmm. He's got some really good swamp buns going on. You can give him kind of like a little butt crack almost. <laughs> You're not impressed, are no. you? No. <laughs> yeah, good, good explosions. Also, the acting. None of the actors were, like, overtly terrible. Except for that kid. That but, one kid, but... But he was almost so bad, he was good. It's almost like his character in a weird way. But yeah. all the other actors were pretty good. Even yeah. the ones that were, like, hamming it up a lot. Like, Gone, or, like, those moonshiners. Mm-hmm. It was still, like, it had, like, a... F- it was fun. Yeah. It was definitely more over the top. It was intentionally campy. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, when that's what you're going for, and it succeeds at it, it's fine. Yeah. I remember not, like, when I was a little bit older and more cynical as a kid, I remember not liking it as much. But to revisit it now, I'm okay with it. Like, I can accept it for its strangeness. Honestly, it's not even that bad of a movie. Like, do people think that this, like, do people see this movie as, like, really bad? Oh, it flopped hard. Well, I'm not talking about, like, it how it did. Because, you know, a lot of movies flop. But now, like, does it have a cult following or anything? Is it, how is it looked back upon? You know, I, it's hard to say because it's just been kind of gone for a while. I think it came out on, back on Blu-ray like a couple of years ago, maybe. I mean, I didn't pick it up or anything, but, um, I watched it on Prime just cause it was there and I got all excited. I was like, Oh, it's on, it's on there. I got to watch this. And so I was like holding it off for this month for us to watch. I think it just came out like maybe a month ago on Prime. So it's been kind of mostly out of the public eye i'd say like it's not hasn't really been about i don't even know if it was on dvd i couldn't tell you i mean it's just been kind of missing interesting but yeah it's back and it was it was a good time it's returned Ooh. oh ah. uh, uh-huh. oh get it yeah returned so i'm going to have the assumption that you recommend this movie oh yeah it's fun i really enjoyed I really enjoyed it. It it could get a bit slow, 
at times. It never really, it, I feel like it never had like a beginning, middle, and end. Like, it didn't really follow a good structure. I think that has to play into it feeling like it dragged a bit. Because obviously you do have like your downtime in your movie. I'm not expecting it to be, you know, like Mad Max Fury Road where it just never stops. Yeah. But it definitely did have moments where it was just like, it's just a bit like, you know, like Abby, you know, gets captured and then she's saved and then she's captured, you know, without really much happening. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't have long periods of downtime because I mean, this movie is like 120 20 minutes, 28 minutes. Yeah. It's short. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Sometimes that's good to just trim the fat. Oh, if it was like just get 10 down minutes the... longer, it really would have. Unless it you know, was like action or something that was like intriguing. But yeah. yeah. I highly recommend this movie. Not just because Swamp Thing is my favorite character, but I think it's just fun. But kids can watch this movie. It's totally okay for kids. The nudie magazine part, like, meh. But they, I mean, they don't show anything. It's not graphic. Yeah. And then that doesn't really even resonate for kids nowadays doesn't even really like explicitly in nude magazines either no so i don't really see that it's about as racy as it gets and even though we talked about like the implied rape scenes yeah we're like they're going to do it it's never explicitly nobody gets like handsy or anything all that much and like i think guns like wanting to pull his wang out at one point but it's not like they show it he's just more talking about it and you know he's just a sleazeball anyway so yeah i do like the part where him and like sonia or whatever her name is the other oh poinsettia poinsettia what a crazy name like they're like comparing scars like they're trying to one-up each other i really really liked that part because it also had like this weird like sense of like they're both <laughs> like mercenaries then they're both like oh i got this one here and that one there Oh, it ends with her, she's got, like, teeth marks on her chest. Yeah. And says it's from a Motley Crue concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty fun. Like it had, all, like, yeah. yeah, pretty fun movie. Had some honest, funny moments in it. Some of the jokes uh, didn't always land, but, I mean, they're all not going to, especially with this type of movie. But had some fun special effects. All the monsters looked pretty good. None of them looked very bad. Especially, like, the mutants. Especially, um, Cockroach Guy. Yeah. Very cool. It was neat. So yeah, there's good stuff in this. It's definitely worth a watch, I'd say. Unless you have anything else you want to add, we can wrap this up. I hit the mic. You hit the mic. That means I get to hit you. And that's being cut. All right, dongles. Thank you for listening. And if you get an opportunity, because the holidays are coming up, visit our store on Public. Get some merch. Just look up Gridcurrent or Corrupted Youth. Gridcurrent is the name of my store. Corrupted Youth are the name of the shirts. Go ahead. Buy plenty of shirts for your loved ones. All your family. That's right. Get some mugs, some phone cases. Whatever other kind of stuff they have in there. They got all sorts of stuff. Ice cream makers. Tennis shoes. Stress balls. Custom corn dogs. (laughs) Shoelaces. I already said shoes. Yeah, but you gotta get the laces too. Get your official Corrupted Youth helicopter. Like the Thanos copter. I want to be rich enough to afford a Thanos copter. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up to San Diego Comic-Con in my Thanos copter. Oh, man. People would be crapping their pants over that one. That would be amazing. (laughs) All right. So if you have any opinions or... Corrections. Why don't you just write on in. Let us know your thoughts. I mean, is the return of Swamp Thing... 
Is that a movie that's special to you? Right on in to corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. Man, I could tell you're so annoyed with that one. No, I thought it was funny. I honestly thought that was funny. <laughs> Switch to Skeletor halfway through it. That's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Send us a line. Whatever. We'd like to hear from you. I've seen things you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us some feedback or whatever. That'd, that'd be great. Battleships on fire. <laughs> it's attack ships on fire. Whatever. Please rate and review us wherever you listen. Odds are probably listening to us someplace else yeah this time around but we'll still be on like the apple Podcasts. spoofy spoofy i don't know if we're gonna end up anywhere else things are kind of shaky right now we'll see in a good way and remember it's a good way if you don't get as if, if you have you know thoughts about our podcast but you don't write in all that feedback will be lost like tears in the rain oh see there you go well done thank you you're trying to force it earlier yeah is this what you're leading up to? Yes. Oh, okay. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you, I guess. Thanks to our fellow podcasters for supporting the show. We like you guys. Especially you, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he's got something so he gets pinged. <laughs> Whenever his name gets mentioned somewhere, and he finds this, and he's just like, listens to part of it, and he's just like, well, this is shite, and (laughs) deletes it. (laughs) But also a very huge thank you to our listeners, the Dongles. Without you guys, we'd still be doing this, just with less support. That's right. Just more tears in the rain. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Yeah,
I watched The Return of Swamp Thing. That doesn't make me dumb. That makes me awesome.